0: Wednesday, January 24th, having a conversation concerning today's headlines and real life challenges. I'm Tom Lamprecht, along with Pastor Harry Reader. Stay with us as we apply a biblical worldview with gospel solutions to put the issues of today in perspective. Harry, a new news item out of Israel's newspaper Haaretz. Archaeologists recently announced they had found a fantastically preserved seal impression that was made by a biblical governor of Jerusalem. The seal dates from the 7th century BC, which puts it during the reign of King Hosiah.
1: Historians actually doubt even the existence of Jerusalem during those days and any structure of government that would include a governor. I think it's two or three different times in the Bible during that particular reign of Josiah, the governor is affirmed and is mentioned. Now we find that the archaeology, they've uncovered a artifact that tells us, oh, hey, the Bible was accurate again when we said that it wasn't accurate this actually rather new discipline from the late 19th century, archaeology, continues to affirm the historicity of the Bible. Now, let me go ahead and say there are some things that archaeologists that are saying that would question the accuracy of the Bible. But what we have found is over a period of time, the very things that are questioning the accuracy of the Bible, as more things are discovered, all of a sudden they find out it does affirm the accuracy of the Bible. For instance, Mary Magdalene. Called Mary Magdalene because she was from the area of Magdala. Yet there was question as to whether there ever was a city like Magdala. Well, not only has archaeology affirmed the reality that there is a city called Magdala, but it has affirmed the fact that it contained one of the seven synagogues that had been built in Israel. In fact, there are two of them on the Sea of Galilee, one at Capernaum and one at Magdala. They have just recently, when I was there a couple of years ago, they have also uncovered the vineyard or the garden of Naboth, who had his garden stolen by King Ahab and Jezebel. And Tom, there's others as well.
0: Indeed, seals belonging to King Hezekiah, a latrine built to a desecrated pagan shrine. In 1994, there was an inscribed stone known as a steel found near Tel Dan in northern Israel.
1: That affirmed how Dan, as a tribe, had migrated up north, and that had been questioned, and now we find out that that is true. I remember the stories about Jesus. Well, there was no Pontius Pilate. We can't find any record of a Pontius Pilate in any of the extra biblical sources, particularly out of the Roman Empire, except for the fact that all of a sudden now we have the writings of uh, Josephus, and we have the writings of Eusebius, and most of all is right there at Caesarea by the Sea, where the governor's palace had been built. They uncovered a stone with the name Pontius Pilate on it. So all of these things continually affirm the historicity of the Bible, and historicity of biblical truth is affirmed in the Scripture with appeals to it. Remember how Luke, when he talks about how he had put together the Gospel of Luke, and then later the book of Acts, refers to the fact that he had obtained his data, likely while Paul was in prison in Caesarea by the Sea from, quote, eyewitnesses. Likely, he interviewed Mary herself, who was under the care of the Apostle John because of the way he refers to certain things that she says when he refers to Mary in the biblical accounts. And beyond that, Tom, You have the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 15 affirming the historicity of the resurrection when he says, here are the witnesses, and he starts naming the personal witnesses and the groups of witnesses. And then he says, and by the way, there were 500 witnesses to whom Jesus appeared in the Galilee. Obviously, at that time, you could have called upon probably all of those 500 witnesses. You could have stopped Christianity dead in its tracks by just bringing out witnesses opposed to the resurrection, that it actually didn't happen, or bringing out the body. They affirmed the historicity of an empty tomb, the historicity of witnesses to the resurrected Christ. The Bible is a book that is rooted in history. Here's what many have said beginning in the 19th century. We think that these guys actually probably believed these things, that they were true. To them, they were true. That doesn't mean that they were actually true. Well, what we find out, the Bible doesn't know anything about truth in terms of relativity or relativism in terms of truth. True truth is what is truth, and that when it says something happened in history, if it didn't happen in history, then the Bible is untrustworthy. But the Bible, we find out, is trustworthy, and that Christianity is not a fabrication of men's dreams. It is the revelation of biblical truth in time and history and is verifiable in history as historical events.
0: Harry, we keep finding these pieces of evidence that verify the Bible is true. Have we ever found any evidence that there are things in the Bible that aren't true?
1: We have found evidences that seemingly contradict biblical truth. But as you move along in the study of that archaeological pit, they find out, oh, wait, wait, no, it is true. In other words, they'll find something that points to the fact that it is true. So there have been isolated things that have been picked up. Then as they continue to mature the study, then it always ends up affirming the biblical account. Of course, one of the most famous of all of these is the discovery of the Dead Sea Scrolls. We had been told many things that the book of Isaiah actually is not the book of Isaiah. It's three books by a claim of someone who used Isaiah's name. Now, why did they do that? Well, they made that view of the book of Isaiah up, not because there was any evidence, but the book of Isaiah contained prophecies. If you got a prophecy, then you got a God, because only God can tell you what's going to happen, because prophecy is pre-written history. But if you got prophecy, then you, what you need to do is you need to post-date the book so that the guy's really fabricating the story as a prophetic statement when in reality it's already occurred and he's only reporting something that has occurred. Well, then lo and behold, we find out, guess what? Dead Sea Scrolls, which predate Jesus, all of the messianic prophecies were already recorded and they found them in the jars. Here are scrolls that predate Jesus and that affirm the unity of Isaiah, the actuality of Isaiah, and the historicity of the prophecies, which means that Jesus is a fulfillment of true prophecy.
0: Harry, how ought we look at the Bible? You will, on one hand, have a number of people that will look at the Bible and say, oh, yes, this is a book of history. On the other hand, you'll have a group of people that say, well, this is just a book of nice stories. We can't really believe it, but they have a lot of nice moral parables in them.
1: Well, first of all, I would say to those people, that is utterly ridiculous to take a Bible that tells you that there is a God that you must worship, and if you do not, and if you sin against him, you're going to come under judgment, and there's a place called hell, and there's a place called heaven. Those cannot be good, moral, encouraging, inspiring stories. They have to be treated as fabrications that manipulate people if they are not true. If they are true, then praise the Lord. I'm reminded of the story of the people that were riding by a church. The outside sign says, slow down, stop, destruction ahead. And one guy got out of his car and went in there and said, how dare you put that out there, manipulating people according to their fears? Well, because we don't want you to be killed. Well, who are you to tell me? And he said, well, all all we are is the people that the highway patrol called because uh, one mile down the road, the bridge is out. So we used our sign to warn you. Well, the signs that believers put out, warning of a judgment to come. In that case, we're dealing with a physical death that awaited you. We give a warning of a spiritual death. The guy viewed that as manipulation until he found out what? It was true. And so people hear the warning of a judgment to come and see that as manipulation. And rightly so, if it's not true. But if it's true, it is a glorious gift of the grace of God not only to warn you of the judgment of come, but to make a way for you to escape through Jesus Christ. The Bible is a dependable book. It's not a history book. It's not just a book of stories. It is a book of truth revealed through stories. And the greatest story is the greatest story ever told. God loves sinners, not by loving their sin, but by providing his son as a redeemer so you can be delivered from your sins. And that story is the truth. Here's what Jesus says. Thy word is truth.
0: As we close out for today, let me remind you to download the Briarwood app. It's yours free of charge. It contains a number of great Christian resources that will challenge your walk in the Lord Jesus Christ in a very positive way. Resources such as our five-minute daily devotional that goes into the scriptures. It's entitled Fresh Bread. It's a part of our app. Simply go to your favorite app store, type in Briarwood PCA. Again, this is yours at no charge. We'll do stop by again tomorrow, Thursday, as we continue our conversation and as we apply a biblical worldview to put the issues of today in perspective.